0: Shalom, brothers and sisters. Shalom. We have a detailed lesson for the brothers and sisters worldwide. Um, it's a timely lesson, I believe. Um, <clears throat> this lesson will be called a prescription or the prescription for depression. We're going to talk about depression, the biblical principles in regards to depression, brothers and sisters. Whether you're out of work, having health problems, or wondering how you're going to make it through family or financial problems, it's easy to get overwhelmed or discouraged right <clears throat> sometimes the weight of everyday cares and disappointments uh you know and the nagging feelings of hopelessness right and a lack of fulfillment can trigger blues and even depression and this is things that go on on a day-to-day basis brothers and sisters depression is often triggered by life circumstances such as a loss of job a death in a family divorce psychological problems such as abuse or low self-esteem these are the things that we you know that we need to be cognizant of brothers and sisters those suffering from depression can experience intense feelings of sadness anger hopelessness fatigue and a variety of other symptoms brothers and sisters they may begin to feel useless and even suicidal losing interest uh, for the people in things that they once enjoyed Brothers and sisters, depression is a spirit and it must be fought with the word of God. And we're going to do that today, brothers and sisters. Thankfully, you know, uh, as desperate as everything may look, there is real reasons for hope. And we're going to go into it today, brothers and sisters. We're going to uh, Proverbs 7, uh, 17 and 22.
1: Proverbs 17, verse 22. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine. But a broken spirit dryeth the bones. Can you read that one more time, brother? Verse 22. A merry heart doeth good like medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. Brothers and
0: sisters, joyfulness and cheerfulness are a type of medicine for our minds and for our bodies. It's good for us to smile and laugh, brothers and sisters. So when we are discouraged, we need to do something that cheers us up. Uh, Helping others also brings a merry heart, brothers and sisters. Can you read that one more time, brother? Proverbs seventeen and twenty-two:
1: A merry heart doeth good like medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones.
0: Right. We're going to move forward, brothers and sisters. We're going to go to Psalms one nineteen and ninety-seven. Psalms. Psalms one nineteen. Verse ninety seven. Psalms one nineteen
1: verse ninety seven. Oh how love I thy thy law. It is my
0: medication all day. Right. It's 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 my meditation. So brothers and sisters, we love the law. What's the law? The Bible. So that we should delight in the law, brothers and sisters. Meditating on good things is also healthy for our minds, brothers and sisters, because it helps replace Satan's negative broadcast with good thoughts. To be completely honest, this psalms remind us that meditating on the Most High God's Word brings peace, brothers and sisters. Can you read that again? Verse 97.
1: Oh, how love I thy law. It is my meditation all the day. Right. So we
0: focused on, you know, the majority of our thoughts is biblically based. And that will help. That will help alleviate some of that hopelessness that you may feel, that we may feel. Can you jump to verse 165, brother?
1: Psalms one nineteen verse one sixty five, great peace have they which love thy law. Read that again, brother. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. See, so those who love
0: the law, doesn't it seem like the more freedoms we got, right, uh, through politics, the more depression have spread? I read an article this week, brothers and sisters, said nineteen million Americans deal with major depression. It seems like when you got the law to be able to do what you wanted to do, marry who you want to marry, all of these things, it actually caused us to become more depressed as a society, as a nation, brothers and sisters. Can you read that one more time, brother? Psalms 119 verse 165. Great peace have they
1: which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them.
0: So we, you know, we should look at the law not as a task, not as a daunting task, brothers and sisters, but yet an accomplishment. Because I know a lot of people, they they look at their law and it seems uh, tedious to them when really, you know, if you look at it that way, you will be depressed, brothers and sisters. You should look at it by this is how I, this is how I impress the Most High God. This is how I receive change in the Most High God. You know, most people don't want to receive the Bible, you know, because they believe it's just laws. You know, oh, I don't want to learn the Bible because it's just going to tell me all the things I can't do. When really, the laws is maybe 20% of everything that's in the Bible, brothers and sisters. You have history. You have morality. You have prophecy. There's a plethora. There's a myriad of topics that are in the Bible outside of laws. But a lot of times, people just see the law part. Well, oh, I can't eat pork, or I can't celebrate this. So they'll reject the Bible. Peace, brothers and sisters, comes from meditating on the Bible. So if you're dealing with some level of uncomfort or a spirit of heaviness because in the Bible, depression is called the spirit of heaviness, brothers and sisters. If you're dealing with that, then the law is what we must put place our mind on, brothers and sisters. Can you read that one more time, brother? Psalms 119 verse 165 Great peace have they which love thy law. And nothing shall offend them. Right. So we must love the law, brothers and sisters. And if you love the law, that means you keep the law, brothers and sisters. Some of the people who don't follow any of the laws and do what they want to do are some of the most unhappy people, brothers and sisters, according to Scripture. We're going to show you Psalms 31 and 23, guys. Psalms chapter 31, verse 23 and 24. Psalms 31, verse 23.
1: O oh, love the Lord, all ye his saints, for the Lord preserveth the faithful. Read that again, brother. Verse 23. Oh, love the Lord, all ye his saints, for the Lord preserveth the faithful and plentifully rewarded
0: the proud doer. This is what we must keep our mind on, brothers and sisters. This will help pull you out of that spirit of depression. Because why? It says love the Most High if you love Him. What is that? That's keeping his commandments. So if you love him, you do what he said, right? And he will preserve the faithful. So if you follow his law, he will preserve you. No matter how low you feel, you know that it's just like a payday. You have something to look forward to. I'm getting paid. The Most High is going to deliver you, brothers and sisters. You must follow His laws. And don't make any excuses at all. And a lot of times, it's the small things that we don't follow. And we say, it's just small. But that small thing is actually going to lead to a much bigger problem, brothers and sisters, that we are <coughs> ill-prepared to deal with. Can you read that one more time, brother? Verse 23.
1: Oh, love the Lord, all ye His saints. For the Lord preserveth the faithful and plentifully rewardeth
0: the proud doer. Right. So if you're dealing with that spirit of... Um, excuse me, de- depression or anxiety. You must be faithful to the Most High God. You must focus on His law, statutes, and commandments. You must help others do the same thing. Do some philanthropy, right? Do whatever work you can do for the Most High. Whether it's passing out flyers warning mothers of the dangers of vaccinations, that's something that that can be done. Whether it's passing out flyers with the twelve tribes chart on it or the true name of the Most High God, these are all things that could help you, brothers and sisters, when you're feeling. Like you're being depressed. Read that one more time, brother. Psalms 31, verse 22,
1: or 23. Oh, love the Lord, all ye his saints, for the Lord preserveth the faithful, and plentifully rewardeth the proud doers.
0: See, plentiful reward of the proud doers. So those who are wrong, who are proud, they will be rewarded plentiful too, brothers and sisters. Verse 24. Be of good courage,
1: and he shall strengthen your heart. All ye that hope in the Lord. See, so
0: we must be of good courage, brothers and sisters, when it seems like everything is spiraling out of control. You know, the way I personally think about things is, it could be worse. That's how I think about everything. No matter how bad it is, it could be worse. I just got fired from my job. Well, at least you have a car. Because what if the car go out? If you think you're in a low estate now, just think about what if something else went wrong in that low estate. So you're going to be even lower than you were originally. That's why we must, you know, accept that position that we're in. Because it can always be worse. It can always be worse, brothers and sisters. And if you think about it from that standpoint, you know, if a brother comes to me and he's struggling with certain things, I make sure that I point out all the things that he has. Brother, you got your health, right? You know who you are. You're working, brother. You know, you may be living with your family, but you're living there. So you look at how, you know, how things could be worse, brothers and sisters, because I've been at the bottom. I've been at the very, very bottom. And it can always get worse if you don't think so. Just continue to be in that spirit of depression and the Most High may take something else from you to show you that it wasn't as bad as you previously thought. So we must deal with it, brothers and sisters, from a from a positive standpoint, of an empowering standpoint. Of course, there's going to be a few things in our life that's not going right. But there's a lot of things that we overlook that actually are going right and we want to magnify those things to help pull us and lift us out of that spirit of depression because that spirit of depression is just that it's a spirit and we're gonna prove it brothers and sisters can you read that one more time Psalms 31 verse
1: 23 Oh love the Lord all ye his saints for the Lord preserveth the faithful and plentifully rewardeth the proud doer be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart
0: all ye that hope in the Lord right so if you love the most he will strengthen you brothers and sisters a lot of people are depressed because they feel a sense of hopelessness or um, they don't have control of what happens in a day-to-day basis or the future, brothers and sisters. And that leads sometimes to a spirit of depression. But if we have courage, the Most High will strengthen our heart. He will. We must have faith in the Most High God. We go to the Most High when we're depressed. We don't go to psychologists to give us some pills. That's going to chemically induce you to become depressed, brothers and sisters, because that's what's going on. There's the, the side effects of a lot of these uh, medications for depression is what? Suicide. See, that lets you know it's a demon. Anything that caused you to kick, hurt yourself is a demon, brothers and sisters. It's a spirit. You can't give a pill to a spirit, brothers and sisters. We must deal with it on a spiritual level. So that's what we're going to do in order for any other brothers or sisters who may be um, feeling some symptoms of uh, lowliness. How to cure themselves through the spirit of the most high God. We're going to go to Proverbs 12 and 25, brothers and sisters.
1: Proverbs 12 and 25. Heaviness in the heart of man maketh it stoop, but a good word maketh it glad. Right. So, brothers
0: and sisters, anxiety in the heart of man causes depression. Now, what's anxiety? Anxiety is Uh, the feeling of worry or nervousness or unease brothers and sisters and that's a big thing now anxiety everybody claims they have anxiety now predominantly when we heard about this you know probably in the last five years it was Edomite women who were saying this usually stay-at-home moms they were claiming they had anxiety that wasn't something really that we grew up with in black communities to say I have anxiety we didn't even know what anxiety was and that's part of the trick, brothers and sisters. Them educating you and telling you what something is that you don't know about. And then you believe you have it. I read an article a few days ago about depression. And it actually gave you, it told you, it specified what depression was. And I'm like, that's depression? I've been living with that my whole life. <laughs> so it's actually what they're giving it to you to mean. We don't know about that. We don't know what depression is until they tell us what it is. So we got to be careful, brothers and sisters we got to be very, very careful. I know typically young people, especially Israelites, the minorities, when they say they're they're depressed, they just mean they're having a bad day. Not that they're really in the spirit of lowliness that's gone on, you know, for an extended period of time. But we want to be careful even with that terminology, because why? If I'm your enemy and I hear you speaking about what your weakness is, I'm going to attack that weakness. And Satan hears what you're saying. So some things we want to be careful not to put out there in the air like that because Satan will hear and then he'll attack that weak spot because you said that's where you were struggling with. So brothers and sisters, we got to be very careful and critical before we put a terminology on us that doesn't fit you. That's not who you are. That's not who we are. The Most High didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a a a a, a, I beg your pardon. Excuse me. A a spirit of, of strength and righteousness and love so that's the spirit we're gonna be in brothers and sisters can you read that one more time brother proverbs 12
1: and 25 heaviness in the heart of man maketh it stoop but a good word
0: maketh it glad right so brothers and sisters this particular scripture provides both a diagnosis and the prescription that can help people grow beyond depression brothers and sisters a good word maketh the heart glad so not only is the things you think but the things that you say even if you don't feel the best place it in a positive fashion, of how much worse it could be. Of course, it can always be better. You can always need more money. Bill Gates thinks he needs more money. There's never going to be a time <laughs> where you're going to say, "You know what? No, that's enough money. I'm good. I'm good." You're always going to have that problem, brothers and sisters. So, speaking, our words, our thoughts control depression, brothers and sisters. Uh, let's move forward, brother. Let's go to Philippians four and four. New Testament, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Philippians 4 verse 4 this is a biblical prescription for depression brothers and sisters rejoice in the Lord always and again I say rejoice read that again brother verse 4
0: rejoice in the Lord always and again I say rejoice brothers and sisters the Bible is clear that we should be marked in the joy of the most high even in some of the most uh, difficult circumstances we must rejoice in the Most High, brothers and sisters. This is a way to have that spirit of depression to flee from you. Because why? You're, you're righteous. You're speaking the right things. You're thinking the right things. A lot of times we get in that. I remember being in the world. And there were some times where I just wanted to feel sad. I actually didn't want anybody to comfort me. I really wanted to just feel sad. It felt good to me. So I know the trick you know, of wanting to sulk and want people to feel sorry for you. And you don't want to feel sorry for yourself. And it's not to say that what you're going through, I can't identify with, but that's what the Most High have you go through. So I can identify, you know, and show some level of sensitivity to you. But the Most High having you go through that so he can build you up to be stronger. We all go through it. I went through it. I still go through it, brothers and sisters. The Most High want to tear you down so he can build you up. That's what the Most High is looking to do, brothers and sisters. Can you read that again? Philippians 4, verse 4.
1: Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice, right? Jump to verse eight, brother. Philippians four, verse eight. Think about this, brothers and sisters. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. What's that last part?
0: Think on these things. Think on these things, brothers and sisters. This is how you cure yourself and pull yourself out of that spirit of depression. Praising the Most High in the midst of our pain is the greatest thing that we can do. Why? Because when we choose to fix our attention on the Most High God and rejoice in the good things He has done, we make Him bigger than the problem. And that's what we want to do, brothers and sisters. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 8. Finally, brethren. Whatsoever
1: things are true. Whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things.
0: So we think on the positivity, brothers and sisters. There's always something positive. You know, no matter how broke you may think you are you're not in prison you have your freedom you can walk where you want to walk so it can always be worse brothers and sisters as some of them brothers that's got life without no possibility of parole so you know we can always be lower brothers and sisters you got your health you remember those times where you used to get sick with the flu or meningitis or whatever right the only thing that was on your mind you got a headache the only thing you could focus on was that headache right that pain just imagine being in a perpetual pain being sick. Because I don't care how rich you are. If you're sick, the only thing on your mind is that sickness. So it could always be worse, brothers and sisters. It could always be worse and we have to show appreciation even for the lowest state that we're in because if we don't, the Most High may make it even lower. It's happened before, brothers and sisters. It happens all the time. This is how we correct it, brothers and sisters. We're going to jump forward. We're going to go to uh, 1 Peter 5. So, brothers and sisters, we have to deal with this on a thought level. We have to deal with it in our thoughts. I personally, the most time through scripture, um, have taught me personally how to be more of a cerebral thinker. So, personally, I know that if I think about certain things, that by default is going to lower me spiritually. Regardless of if, if anybody knows what I'm thinking about or if they see, if I know, if I think on certain things spiritually, it's going to lower me because I'm real with myself. And I know that when certain thoughts cross my mind, usually it leads my flesh to do something after that. So when I feel it and I know what it's going to lead to, then I just I go the opposite direction, brothers and mm-hmm. sisters. And, and you know, it, it's a lot of work because why you have to compartmentalize your, your thoughts, really. And most people, they just want to have an open mind, think about anything, whatever comes to their mind, when really you have to be able to structure your mind and how you think, brothers and sisters. You have what? An umbrella thought. What's an umbrella thought? An umbrella thought is the first thought that you have. So let's say a brother is dealing with, uh, um, you know, a temptation of fornication. And what does he start doing first? First, he starts thinking about women. And then from the umbrella thought, it goes into a specific thought of a specific woman and a specific thing that you want to do. So you have to catch it at the umbrella, brothers and sisters, before it goes directly into the individual thought that's going to lead to a transgression, brothers and sisters. You have to be able to catch that thought knowing, if I think about that, that's going to lead to this thought. So you got to stop it there in its tracks, brothers and sisters. you got to think a step ahead. You know yourself better than anybody know you other than the most high and you know what your triggers are. When you start thinking about, man, I really should have had more money. I really should have what he had. Or I really should have what she had. You turn on the television, what? You see a brother step out of a, uh, you know, a $50,000 car with 25, you know, 26 inch rims. And you're thinking, what did I do wrong? Why don't I have that? What did he do that was so right? Because they're placing that image there before you. They tell you what a good life is. They tell you what a good relationship is, or what a good-looking person is. When really, they're against the Most High. So we look at these things and of you know these magazines of what these these shallow people look like and say, I should be looking like this. I should be driving that. I should have that house, right? This is this is the game that that Satan plays, brothers and sisters. And I, I'm here to tell you, no matter how much you get or how much money or things you accumulate or you acquire you can only sleep in one bed in one room in a day so people want to have all these homes and all these cars you can drive one car brother at one time you can only sit on one toilet at a time brother (laughs) so we're thinking (laughs) of accumulating all these things when really you can only use one thing at a time and that is the trick that satan puts out there brothers and sisters chase all of this stuff and if you don't receive it then you need to feel like you're nothing that's a trick from Satan, brothers and sisters. The Most High have entrusted you all with his word to govern the new world, brothers and sisters. A huge responsibility. The Most High love you no matter what your bank account look like. We're going to prove it. We're going to go to, oh, we're, we're at 1 Peter 5 and 6. <clears throat> 1 Peter 5, verse
1: 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt
0: you in due time. So humble ourselves, brothers and sisters, in the Most High will exalt us in due time read that again brother verse 6
1: humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand
0: of God that he may exalt you in due time in due time not in my time not in your time in due time so when the most High feel like you'll be able to utilize what he's gonna give you he'll give it to Mm -hmm. you brothers and sisters you know I know some people are looking for uh, you know a marriage or a child or a new job and I'm here to tell you that if you know the best way to Speed up the process of your blessing is to do the work, because if you're not doing any work when you don't have children or when you don't have a husband or a wife, what makes you think when you have those things, you're going to have more time to do the work? So the most high needs you to move first. And once you move, now I can add that into your life. I can add you that new job. I can add you that new wife or that new husband now because it's not going to affect your work. But if you're doing nothing saying, I don't have time, you know, I'm busy, then why would he put another distraction in your life? Brothers and sisters. So we have to make sure that when we start to feel that we look to do something for the Most High, it doesn't have to be teaching, brothers and sisters. There's so many other things that are tenets to, you know, to to the true gospel, brothers and sisters. Whether it's just showing love and philanthropy, passing out food and flyers, you know, whatever it is that you can do that you feel like the Most High will recognize, no matter how small you think it may be, because it's not small at all. It's not small at all. Don't look at somebody else's work and say, I could never amount to that. Don't look at it like that, because all the work is the same. It don't matter for how many years you think you've been doing it or how many hours you've taught. Work is work. So, brothers and sisters, that's what we we should strive to do. Do something for the Most High and watch that spirit dissipate, dissolve away, brothers and sisters. Don't allow anything to stop you from doing something for the Most High God. Let's say, you know, you guys are in the truth. You've been in the truth for a year or two. What can you do? I started just putting together little lessons for my family. And the lessons had like 10 scriptures in it. And I just did it and I had it. Because why? You can't go into 30 scriptures with your family. But you may be able to go into 10 that shows them in a span of 25 minutes, right? So start putting something together about the Sabbath or something easy. So when the time comes, you can jump right in your book. Jump right in your bag, brothers and sisters. It don't have to be nothing extravagant. It can be something, six or seven scriptures about the Sabbath, proving it. That's something you're doing for the Most High God. And when the time come, you'll be prepared. That's where I started. I started off, you know, passing out flyers, printing up flyers from a free printer and just passing them out, just talking to people, just getting in the community, showing my people I care and that there is some light out there. And we all can do that, brothers and sisters, no matter who you are, no matter how little you know, if you fear the Most High God, that's better than a man who know everything, because you fear the most high God by keeping his laws, statutes, and commandments. Can you read that again, brother? 1 Peter 5,
1: verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him. Read that again. Casting
0: all your care upon him. Cast all your cares on the most high. Because why? When you're depressed, you're thinking about what you can do to help something. And there's nothing you can do. You have to rely on him. He's going to take it out of your hands. There were situations I thought I could control through my mouth and through my hands. And he took it where I couldn't control it. And I had to rely on him. And that's what he's looking for, brothers and sisters. He wants you to rely on him so he can deliver you. And not to think about, oh, what can I do? Well, how are we going to move out of America? I don't have enough money. I don't know where to go. Exactly. That's the point. You allow him him to do it, brothers and sisters. That's the whole point. He don't want you to be able to see how you're going to come out of it through your own hand. He wants you to cast your cares upon him. Read that
1: again, brother, please. Verse 7. Casting all your cares upon him, for he
0: careth for you. Right. All of us, brothers and sisters, will deal with disappointments from time to time. That's a part of life. Um, if we let our disappointment, you know, lead to discouragement, discouragement can lead to depression, brothers and sisters. So you must not be discouraged, brothers and sisters. You must stay strong and must stay focused on, on the law. On, on the Most High's Word, brothers and sisters. That will cause that spirit to flee. It will. Positive talking, positive thinking. You know, people in the world say, you know, if you put out good energy, then you get back good energy. I don't believe in that, real, that energy stuff, that Mother Earth stuff. But, you know, if you're a man who talk about murder and, and fornication and beefing with people, then guess what's going to come to you? There's going to be some beef coming to you, brothers and sisters if you're a person who talks about positivity and strengthening your people, then people like that will gravitate towards you because you have the same goals. So we must control our thoughts and control what we say, brothers and sisters. We're going to go to Romans chapter 8, verse 37. New Testament, brothers and sisters. Paul.
1: Romans 8, verse 37. Nay, in all these things, we we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Read that again, brother. Verse 37. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be
0: able to separate us from the love of God. See? So nothing, nothing that's going on in your life, no mistake that you've made will separate you from the most high. I don't care how Satan make you feel like you're not worth something or you're not worth, you know, you're not worth anything or you're not good enough. There's nothing that you can do that would separate you from the most high God where he won't save you and pull you up or throw you a life raft, brothers and sisters. There's nothing. A lot of times we say, well, you know, I, you know, I I don't make a lot of money. I I drive a hootie, you know, I don't really have a place. None of that is going to separate you from the most high brothers and sisters. Understand you always have access to him, but you have to call on him. And a lot of times when we're depressed, we don't want to call on him because we want to feel what we're feeling. That's just the simple, it's how, you know, that's the nature of man, brothers and sisters. You remember when you was having an attitude or you was hurt and your friend would say, what's wrong? You'd be like, I ain't nothing. It ain't nothing. But yet you sitting there sulking. Right? It ain't nothing. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. It's the same thing, brothers and sisters. Go to your father. Tell him what it is that you're struggling with and what your cares are. Cast your cares upon the most High, brothers and sisters. Read that one more time, please, brother.
1: Verse 38. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in
0: Christ our Lord. Right. So if you let the devil impress you, brothers and sisters, with what he does, then he can, if if you allow him to impress you, then you allow him to oppress you, brothers and sisters. If he, if you, if you're not impressed by Satan, he will not be able to oppress you, brothers and sisters. One of the most important things we can do to resist the devil is, excuse me, one of the most important things we can do is resist the devil from its onset, which means from the first thought of impropriety, brothers and sisters. When you feel yourself feeling low, you rebuke that in the name of your in the name of Christ, brothers and sisters. That's what needs to happen, because you feel that gloominess come down on you. And, you know, this government is manufacturing, they're, you know, chemically inducing depression. Depression comes from, there's forms of depression from no sunlight, brothers and sisters. If you're not if you don't get a lot of sun, and we mean direct sun, not from a window, if the sun rays don't beam down on you, you can learn to be you. Can, you can be depressed because the, the the sun is actually meant to heal us and to strengthen us. A lot of people don't know that they put on sunblock and everything. That stuff give you cancer. The the sun, if you do the research, actually protects you from cancer. It actually kills the cancer cells. Most high wouldn't put something out there like that. That's going to be detrimental to his greatest creation, brothers and sisters. So we must control our mind, go into the scriptures. We have to go into these scriptures, brothers and sisters, and think about what's positive, what's joyful, love, what's pure. How far you've come, how much you've known, the man that you've become, the woman that you've grown to be. Think on those things, brothers and sisters, and not the things that you don't have. Don't think about those things, brothers and sisters. We're going to go to... Well, actually, read, read that again, brother, from the top before we move on to Hebrews.
1: Romans 8, verse 38. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be
0: able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ our Lord. Brothers and sisters, we must realize our worth. We don't know our worth, brothers and sisters. We've become mentally fragile because we've been pacified, brothers and sisters. There was a time where, you know, no matter what we had or how low we were, you could not break the spirit of Jew, of uh, Israel. You could not. They've been slave, enslaved, been beat up, been spit on, been killed. All of these things, but you couldn't break the spirit. But now, in this day and age of media and, you know, all of this advertisement, it can lead you to be depressed because they're giving you... The image of the beast. The image of the beast is the life they say you should have. And the life that you should chase. And if you don't have it, you should feel depressed. That's a trick, brothers and sisters. That's a trick. You mustn't realize your worth, brothers and sisters. There's nothing in this world that can separate you from the most High but yourself. That's it. Never, never feel like you can't overcome. Because a lot of people, when they feel depressed and feel like there's no change coming, they suicide. They kill themselves. You must understand that there's nothing that can separate you from your father. If you go to him, if you call on him, even if you've done wrong, even if you've done wrong, brothers and sisters, because why? Sometimes sin comes, I mean, depression comes from a sin. Sometimes depression is the, it comes from the root of a sin. And we're going to show you. Go to Hebrews, brother, four and 12. Sometimes it's a sin, brothers and sisters.
1: Hebrews 4, verse 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful. Read that again, brother, please. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and the joints and marrow, and is the discerner
0: of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Brothers and sisters, the more time we spend reading and thinking about the High's word, the more it gets inside you, the more it begins to change you from the inside out. So when you feel in that spirit of heaviness, this is where you go. You go into these scriptures, brothers and sisters. You put on, if you listen to the podcast or whatever, you put on something that's going to make you feel better, brothers and sisters. Do not just sulk. Don't just sulk in that. Because it's a pit, brothers and sisters. It's a pitfall if you just stay in that somber spirit. Can you read that one more time, brother?
1: Verse 12. For the word of God is
0: quick and powerful.
1: And sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the
0: heart. See, the word of God is quick and powerful, it's sharp, it's a sword, and it can cut any spirit or any temptation that you're dealing with, brothers and sisters. It has the ability to change the way you see yourself and even your future. As we fill our mind with... What God says about us, what he says about you and claim the promises for our own, it will bring hope. It will bring faith, brothers and sisters. A lot of times, though, it's hard to do it. Right. Because when you're angry. Right. Can you say something nice after that? You ever get in an argument with somebody and then you just don't even want to talk for the rest of the night? You can't even say nothing nice after that. You feel disgusted now. And that's what keeps us, brothers and sisters, because when we feel that spirit, we don't want to say anything positive. We, we're not feeling positive. I don't have anything to say. We'll say, no, nah, that's fake. I can't be fake. I don't wanna, I'm not feeling it, right? We have to fight that urge, brothers and sisters, and still speak on what's positive. You know what? This is my plan for the Most High. This is how I want to help my people. Go into those things. Call up your brother. Call up your sister, right? Get some words of encouragement. Get some counsel. Allow them to tell you the struggles that they've had, brothers and sisters. Because it can always be worse. It can be better, too, of course. It can be better. It can definitely be worse, brothers and sisters. So we have to be grateful for what we do have, even though it may be minuscule. Because you could, whatever you do have, you could not have that, too. You could not have that, too, brothers and sisters. We're going to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 1. We must control our thoughts, brothers and sisters. We're going to uh, 2 Corinthians 1 and 3. Brother Corey, can you read 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and 3?
1: 2 Corinthians 1, verse 3. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort. Read, read that again, brother. Verse 3. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, who comforted us in all our tribulations. That we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by
0: the comfort where we ourselves are comforted of God. See, so when you need comfort, brothers and sisters, when you're feeling that spirit of heaviness, you go into what the Most High said He would promise you if you kept His law, statutes and commandments. And you will receive it in due time, brothers and sisters. The mind is a major key to overcoming depression, brothers and sisters. What you think about, have the power to affect every area of your life. That's why it's so important to renew your mind with the promises found within the within God's word, brothers and sisters. There are a growing number of psychologists who believe that one of the main causes of uh, depression is negative demanding pessimistic thinking. This type of thinking helps create an attitude of low self-worth and low self-esteem brothers and sisters. So it's about us th- we have to catch it on a thought level brothers and sisters. And I know it's a lot of work to do that because we just let our mind roam wherever it go. But we can't do that as men of God, as women of God. You can't let your mind roam. You, you got to understand that that leisure, that that leisure in your mind can lead you to depression. Can you read that again, brother? Second Corinthians one
1: verse four, verse three. Blessed be God, even the father of our Lord Christ, the father of mercies. And the God of all comfort, who comforted us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in, in in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. Right. So
0: brothers and sisters, if we need comfort, we cast our cares upon the Most High and we tell them what's going on. Because guess what? The prophets, our people in the Old Testament and the Bible, they had it way worse than us. <laughs> they had it way worse than us. They didn't have any cars. They didn't have any TV. None of these things that we think we need. They had no education. Our people, in fact, I want to say, our people didn't need education. Education is something that the Gentiles instituted to make people as smart as we are without school. The Most High created us just to have a certain level of wisdom and craftiness. And they have instituted schools so they can catch up because they're, the, they're behind, brothers and sisters. We're going to go forward. We're going to go to 1 Peter 4 and 12. The Most High will comfort you, brothers and sisters, if what? If you follow His law. If you follow His law, the Most High will deliver you. It all starts with you following the law, though. 1 Peter
1: 4, verse 12. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you. Read that again, brother. Verse 12. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you.
0: As though some strange thing happened to you. Right. So when these fiery trials, when you're going through these things, when you feel like you're in a 12-round boxing match and you're being hit and lumped up by life, understand that this fiery trial is made to try you, to, to buffer you, to strengthen you, brothers and sisters. You ever been through something that uh, you never thought you would go through? And now that you've made it, you like, I can do anything. If I can make it through that, <laughs> if I can make it through that, Then I may, you know, I may be crawling to the finish line, but I'll make it. There's been things in my life where when it happened, I was devastated and I didn't know how I was going to make it. And I made it through those things. And now everything else that comes is small to me, you know, because I think, you know, I've been through something major, as all of us have. Think about all the things you've overcome, brothers and sisters, from your youth up until now. How many times you should have been dead? How many times you should have been sick with a disease? How many times you should have been in that car accident? How many times you should have got caught for stealing and selling drugs and doing whatever else that we do out there, brothers and sisters? It could be much worse. Can you read that again, brother?
1: First, First Peter 4 and 12. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing
0: happened unto you. Right. We can't control all of our circumstances, brothers and sisters, and we will never be, you know, we'll never ever be completely free from experiencing pain and or disappointment. But we, you know, we have to let what happens today not we have to not let what happens today ruin tomorrow, brothers and sisters. A lot of times when you're thinking about the past and the future it leads to depression. If you just accomplish each day, By saying, okay, listen, this is the one thing I want to get done today. You need to have goals, daily goals, brothers and sisters. Because depression comes from not having anything to look forward to. You need something to look forward to, brothers and sisters. You need that. So we must have small goals. Whether it's, I want to go to work today and then I'm, I'm going to go out to eat at Applebee's tonight. That's something small, but you having a goal... Keeps you excited and gives you something to look forward to. It's just like being in prison, brothers and sisters. There's brothers in there that got 10 years. And they it's terrible. But they're looking forward to getting out. No matter how terrible it is, they're looking at the finish line. See? And that's how we must be, brothers and sisters. Even though it's a fight and it's a struggle, you know that you're getting out. You're getting out of jail. So you look forward to that, brothers and sisters. That the Most said city would deliver me. Hey, it may take a while it may take some time, but there is deliverance coming And as long as I know it's coming. Hey, it's just like a check, you know, you know You got a check coming. It didn't come on your payday, but you know, it's coming So you really you are because you know, it's coming. It'll be here. I don't know, but it'll be here though That's the way we must look at it brothers and sisters. That's the way there's deliverance Uh, Can you read the next scripture brother? verse 13 but rejoice and
1: as much as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed,
0: you may be glad also with exceeding joy. Right. So, brothers and sisters, we have a choice. We can actually turn things around by making the decision to let go of situations that cause discouragement and depression and move toward things that God has planned for our future. Brothers and sisters, that's the choice that we can make. That's each and every one of our choice, brothers and sisters. We don't want to be dismissive with those who feel like they may be feeling depressed because it is a real thing It's a real thing brothers and sisters it's a spirit that Satan put on you to, to, to cause you to not do the work and not be that butterfly that you're supposed to be brothers and sisters so you know especially in the black communities mental illness don't exist you better fix your face before I fix it for you that that's <laughs> mental illness right there you got you depressed get the belt out see so our people you know, we usually, uh, especially, you know, in, in, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, it was unheard of, you know, we really didn't, everything was a problem that you could fix. Everything was a problem that you can fix brothers and sisters. And we don't want to be dismissive like that because our brothers and sisters are filling these, these, these tenets of depression, brothers and sisters. So we have to be their brothers, their sisters and say, we understand, we want to help you. We want to give you the answer according to the Bible. We're not going to say, man, you just a punk, man. Hey, man, everybody have a bad life. Hey, man. No, we're not going to do that. We love these brothers and sisters, so we want to give them the spiritual cure. The prescription from the Most High God. We're going to go to James chapter 1. New Testament, brothers and sisters. James chapter 1. We're going to read verse 2.
1: James 1 and 2. My brethren. Count it all joy when ye fall into divers temptations. Read that again, brother, please. Verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into divers temptations, knowing this, that
0: the trying of your faith worketh patience. See? So count it joy when things start to transpire in your life. Because why? It's working patience, brothers and sisters. The Most High God wants us to think positively when we're going through a trial. Hard times can make us better. Instead of dwelling on the negative, we should look for the good that will come from this trial, brothers and sisters. Can you read that again, brother?
1: James 1 verse 2 My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into divers places, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire,
0: wanting nothing. Right, brothers and sisters, let patience have Her perfect work, brothers and sisters. A lot of people, they take their life, their own life, dealing with depression, believing that things will never change. The Most High said, be patient. Be patient. You don't have the right to take your life. Only one person had the right to give, you know, life or death. And that's the Father. You don't have that right to do that to yourself, brothers and sisters. So we must be patient and allow this thing to build you. You don't see what it's doing for you. The Most High sees this patience, this working in you is making you more mature. It's making you more understanding. And it will have you, what? Appreciate it when you finally get it. You will appreciate it. And you'll make sure you do everything you can to protect with the Most High giving, brothers and sisters. Only thing you can do when you're feeling depressed is go into the Word, talk about the positivity, go do some work for the Most High. Passing out flyers, talking to people on the streets, passing out food, these things. Naturally, will lift your spirits, brothers and sisters. Naturally, we're gonna uh, we're gonna move forward. Philippians four and eleven, brothers and sisters. New Testament. We're gonna read eleven
1: through thirteen, brother. Philippians four, verse eleven. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. Can you read that again, brother? Verse 11, not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in what whatsoever state
0: I am there wit to be content. Right, brothers and sisters, although trials may last for a while, he encourages us to be content and patient, knowing he will see us through difficult times. Verse 12, I know
1: both how to be a base. I know how to be on the bottom and I know how to be about. I know how to be on the top everywhere and in all things i am instructed both to
0: be full and to be hungry both to be abound and to suffer needs see so you must be content with what you have no matter what predicament they put you in you better you you know you need to be okay with it you need to be able to survive they should be able to throw you in the jungle and you to be able to survive mentally whether you have an overabundance of food and can be happy or I can take some of that back and you don't eat today can you be happy then can you read it again brother Cast your cares on Christ. Cast your cares on the Most High, the things that are depressing to you. Talk to the Most High about Him because He cares about the things that you care about. Because He loves you, brothers and sisters. But understand, the Most High are going to give you what you want in due time. And maybe He won't give it to you at all because you may want something that's against Him also, brothers and sisters. So that's always, you know, that's always an obstacle too, brothers and sisters. He may not want you to have whatever you're looking to have for whatever reason that is, and we have to accept that. Continue to work for the most time by keeping this law, statutes, and commandments, sharing it with our friends and family, and wait for the deliverance. Do not feel overcome to the point where you feel like, you know, you, don't ever feel like, you know, you're overwhelmed to the point where you can't, you can't pull yourself out of this rut, brothers and sisters, no matter what goes on no matter what transpires, no matter how low, or what low state that you're in, no matter what goes on with a relationship, no matter what goes on with a job, no matter. Brother, can you read 11 through 13 again? Philippians 4 verse 11.
1: Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned, in whatsoever state I am, there wit to be content. I know both how to be abased, and know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to hunger, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things
0: through Christ which strengthens me. Brothers and sisters, we must be versatile. We must be able to be with and be without and still be content, brothers and sisters, because why? If Satan knows that shifting, you know, your acquisitions or your money or your job or your relationship around is going to affect you, he's going to attack that. Because he sees how it affects you, brothers and sisters. You can't get too high. You can't get too low. Because you can't show where your weakness is. Because he's looking. He's waiting on it. Remember, the Bible says he's like a, a roaring lion. looking at whom he can destroy, brothers and sisters. So you have to keep yourself in the middle. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. Understand that. It's coming. The blessing's coming, brothers and sisters. It's coming. We're going to go to 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. In your New Testament, brothers and sisters.
1: 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. There hath no temptation taken you but such as is common to man. But God is faithful.
0: Right, so the things that you go through, the struggles, the depressive states that you feel, your brothers and sisters are going through the same thing. It may seem like, oh, they have everything, they're smiling. That's what you see, because that's what they want you to see. You think they want you to see What they're struggling with, because a lot of times we look at other people and say, well, they look happy and they got this. You don't know how happy they are. A lot of these celebrities can't even sleep at night, brothers and sisters, because they know there's a judgment coming. And they have all the money and all the women and all the men and everything that they want, all the cars and riches, and they can't even sleep, brothers and sisters. So don't look at a mirage, because that's what it is. It's an illusion for you to look at somebody else that's making it look like it's fun, when really you're not missing anything you're not missing anything but if you spend your life trying to chase that how can you work for him you are worthy brothers and sisters you must know your worth because Satan is looking to give you an appraisal that's lower than your worth we're gonna show you brothers and sisters can you read that one more time brother first Corinthians 10 verse 13
1: there hath no temptation taken you but such as is common to man But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above your able, but will with the
0: temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. So there's no reason for you to ever take your life because why? He said he would never put something on you that you can't handle. So if he put it on you, that means you can handle it and that should give you strength. There's been many times in the last 10 years of my life, I have been going through something. and I'm like, this will break me down. And then I realized, you said this won't break me down, so I must be able to take it because you wouldn't have gave me this if I couldn't take it. If it was too heavy, you wouldn't have put it on my back. And you have to use that because either that or the Most High is a liar. And he gave you something that you couldn't handle to the point where you thought you may need to take your own life, which is an illusion, brothers and sisters. God promises that he will not allow us to be in a situation we can't handle if we obey him. And although trials may last a while, brothers and sisters, he encourages us. To be content and patient knowing he will see us through difficult times. We're going to go to Psalms, brothers and sisters, 37 and 23.
1: Psalms 37 verse 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. See,
0: so even though you may stumble and fall, you may lose a job. You may lose a friend. You may lose a relationship. You're not going to fall all the way, and that's what you have to know. You may have stumbled. It may have been a struggle, but the most high promise that he'll lift you back up. Read that again, brother, please, from the top. Verse
1: 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighted in his way. Though he fall, he shall not utterly cast down.
0: He shall not utterly be cast down. So that means he won't completely do away with you. You may fall, but he's not done away with you. For the Lord upholded, upholded him with his hand. Right. So brothers and sisters, Satan uses depression to steal a person's spiritual power and freedom. He seeks to fill our minds with darkness and gloom to bring us down emotionally. That's what he's looking to do. The devil reaches people through their minds, brothers and sisters. The more we trust in our mind, the more Satan is able to use it against us, brothers and sisters. It's up to us to to make our mind up and realize that, you know, are you a servant or are you going to follow the most high or are you going to follow your master, Satan, brothers and sisters? Our minds are affected by our thoughts. So we have to take charge of what we think. Either you're going to think on the things that Lucifer or Satan wants you to think on, or you will think on the things that the Most High is telling you will be a cure, which is the positivity, the truth, the purity, the love, the commandments, the law. You think about these things, brothers and sisters. You put these things into practice. You do anything that you can do in a positive fashion and watch it slowly lift the weight off of you. That's scripture, brothers and sisters. Can you read those two again, brother, before we move on? Psalms
1: 37, verse 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighted in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly
0: cast down. Brothers and sisters, we must realize that we must make our mind a servant and not a master. Your mind should serve you and not the other way around. If you serve your mind, you're going to fail, brothers and sisters. You're going to fail. If you serve your mind, your heart, because your mind is your heart. Jeremiah 17 says that the heart is wicked, brothers and sisters. Make your mind work for you. You master your mind and not let your mind rule your members, brothers and sisters. We're going to go to Psalms 103 and 3. We must know, brothers and sisters, that even in the face of adversity, tribulation is but for a season we're going to uh, Psalms 103 and 3 Psalms 103
1: verse 3 who forgiveth all thine iniquities who healeth all thy
0: diseases brothers and sisters some depression is caused by physical problems like improper diet lack of exercise not enough sleep all of these things can contribute to depression so if you're feeling down Let's first make sure we're taking care of our physical body. That's the first thing we can do. In addition, many illnesses can cause depression. Others can be, you know, others may be caused by depression. Also, some medications can cause chemically induced depression. But what? Remember that the Most High God can heal any ailment, including the one that is that causes or is caused by depression, brothers and sisters. Can you read that, uh, verse 3, brother? Verse 3.
1: Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy
0: diseases. Right. See, the Most High can heal all diseases. And depression is a mental illness, brothers and sisters. It can be healed, brothers and sisters. The Most High forgive all iniquity. Confess what it is you've done. Confess what you're going through. Confess your thoughts to Him. That's what the most, that is the most humbling that you can be, is to come to your Father on your knees to His feet. And, and tell him, and be honest, and be real, and see what he do. Put the ball in his court, and see what he do. Let him slam dunk it on you. Put the ball in the Most High's court, brothers and sisters. We're going to First Timothy one. We're going to read uh, chapter one, verse nineteen.
1: First Timothy one, verse nineteen. Holding faith and a good conscience. Which some having put away concerning faith have made shipwreck. Read that again, brother. Verse 19. Holding faith in a good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith have, have made shipwreck.
0: Brothers and sisters, we need to keep the faith in a good conscience. Sometimes, brothers and sisters, depression is rooted in sin. We will never be at peace if you ignore something in your life you know is against the Most High God's will, brothers and sisters. We have to go into it. We have to speak on it, brothers and sisters. Don't forget to obey the Most High God in small things. Very often, you know, because we have chosen to ignore Him in the small things, we slowly slip into deeper problems, brothers and sisters. Examine your life. Examine the things that have transpired in your life. You can reverse this slide, brothers and sisters. If you obey the Most High God in the small things, in the most increment things, it will help you back on track with the larger things. You, you must, brothers and sisters, with the small things. It's not the whole big thing. It's the small things, brothers and sisters, that we must be able to follow. If you admit your sin and turn from it, the Most High God has promised to forgive us and completely cleanse us from the sin. We're going to show you 1 John 1 and 9. Not John, brothers and sisters. 1 John. Towards Revelations. First John one verse nine.
1: If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our
0: sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. See, so brothers and sisters, if there is a sin, admit to the most high God you need his help in order to live rightly with peace and joy. Repent of any known sin, except the most high God's forgiveness in cleansing, brothers and sisters. A guilty conscience can lead one into a deep depression. The Most High God tells us to confess our sin to him, and he will forgive us, brothers and sisters. The true repentance includes turning from sin. That's that's true repentance, which means we must try not to commit the same sin again. Even though the Most High God will forgive the sin, we may still have to deal with the consequences of our sin. See, a lot of times we do the wrong thing and then ask for forgiveness and think that means no punishment. It's just like having a child. Your child did exactly what you told him not to do. Daddy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's all right, boy. Go in the room. Put your hands on the bed. Still getting a spank. So a lot of times we think, you know, because we ask for forgiveness, that automatically that erases the punishment. And it doesn't, brothers and sisters. Not always. So I know. I knew when I first came into the truth, you know, and started taking it serious that... It was going to be a long time before I received the blessing because I did so much sinning that I knew it was no way I was going to receive a blessing in the first four years. I knew it. So you got got to prepare yourself. Be real with the dirt you did. Be real with yourself. How much dirt did you do out there that you got away with? And you think you should get a blessing right away because you now you've changed? Don't work like that, brothers and sisters. You must be patient. I was patient because I knew what I was doing was wrong out there. And each and every person know when they're wrong. And you must be able to be patient and understand that you're just reaping what you sow. You'll receive the blessing, but you're going to wait because of what we've done. That's all, brothers and sisters. Can you read that again? 1
1: John 1, verse 8, or verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all
0: unrighteousness. Ryan, brothers and sisters, trust him to do exactly as he said, brothers and sisters. We're going to show you. Proverbs 5 and 1
1: Proverbs 5 verse 1 my son attend unto my wisdom and bow thine ear to my understanding alright so
0: he's saying attend to his wisdom what's his wisdom go to verse 22 brother verse 22 his own iniquity
1: shall take the wicked himself and he shall be holding with the cords of his sins okay, so
0: this your sin is actually a spiritual binding it actually handcuffs you where you can't grow because of the sin brothers and sisters the sin prevents your spiritual growth it prevents your blessing it prevents you receiving with the Most High promised you can you read that again brother verse 22 his own
1: iniquity shall take the wicked himself and he shall be holding with the course of his sin. Why
0: did we go into this? We went into this because we read that some depression stems from a sin. Is the root is a sin, brothers and sisters. And this is showing you that your sins it restricts you. It regulates you, brothers and sisters. Each and every one of us. It you know, it causes you not to be able to gain what you know what we think we deserve. That's the way it works, brothers and sisters. There's a war going on in the invisible that you can't see, brothers and sisters. There's a war going on. You can't see cancer, but you know that's real, right? Exactly. You can't see gravity, but you're not going to jump off a cliff, are you? So just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there, brothers and sisters. There is, a, there is a, a deadly battle going on that we cannot see, brothers and sisters. And we're fighting it every day. Go to John 8 and 32, brother. the gospel.
1: John 8, verse 32. And ye shall know the truth,
0: and the truth shall make you free. See? The truth, brothers and sisters, that sin leads to depression. Why do you think a bunch of homosexuals and sodomites are depressed? Did you notice that? Most of the suicides are actually homosexuals, brothers and sisters. Because they're telling you they're happy, but they're not. That you're not happy with that lifestyle, brothers and sisters. See? So the truth, for elect- this truth shall set you free, brothers and sisters. Read that again, brother. Verse 32. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Why is that? Because of false ideas, false beliefs, especially about the Most High God. You know, those particular beliefs have power over us and keep us enslaved, brothers and sisters. We must know the root, the origin of the depression and what it is and how to cure it there's a, you know, there's steps of things, of a myriad of things that you can do to help fight that particular spirit. When you feel it from the onset you must attack it. Don't allow it to get stronger. You have to attack it as soon as you feel it, brothers and sisters. We're going to go to James 1 and 5.
1: James 1,
0: verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, Let him ask of God. Brothers and sisters, this is what the Most High wants our mindset to be when you're in a difficult trial. Uh,
1: Verse 5? Yes, sir. Verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that give it to all
0: men liberally, and upbraid it not, and it shall be given him. Right. So ask him, brothers and sisters, what does this mean? Wisdom in this scripture means to have God's perspective. And God's promises give us you know this perspective if we ask him see so your perspective it seems as if you don't have anything and you're nobody but what does the most high feel about you how does he view you see that's the perspective you need not oh you know I I don't have that much money you know my shoes I really don't have good shoes and I, I really you know don't look I'm not that handsome or you know that beautiful how do the most high see you that's what you need to be worried about not how other people see you or how even you see yourself read that one more time brother James 1 and 5 if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of God
1: that give it to all men liberally and upbraid it not and it shall be given him brothers
0: and sisters once we see things the way God sees them we are able to stop resisting what is and our anger and depression begin to lose their grip brothers and sisters you must view it from the most High's perspective that's the only way you have to view it from his perspective, brothers and sisters. How did he view your situation? How do he view what you're going through? A lot of times you see a fiery trial. And the most high don't see a trial. He see an opportunity to show himself. He put you in that position. So you could lean on him and he could deliver you. And you could give nobody the glory but him. That's, that's, that's the point, brothers and sisters. That's the point. He want to deliver you from this tribulation. Go to Hosea, brother, 4 and 6. Please.
1: Hosea 4, verse 6. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of
0: thy God, I will also forget thy children. We perish for a lack of knowledge, brothers and sisters. What knowledge? In reference to this particular lesson, what knowledge are we lacking? Let's show you. 1 Corinthians 14 and 33. This is what we're missing,
1: brothers and sisters. 1 Corinthians 14 and 33. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches
0: of the saints. The Most High God is not the author of confusion, which lets you know that what? Depression is a demon. It's not of the Most High God, and we must understand that it's a spirit, because the Most High is not the author of confusion. If you're confused, that's Satan, brothers and sisters, and that's the knowledge that we lack. You can't give a pill To a spirit or demon, brothers and sisters. This is a spiritual cure. If you're confused about something or what's going on in your life and don't understand, that's Satan, brothers and sisters. Read that again, brother,
1: please. Verse 30, verse 33. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. Brothers and sisters,
0: depression is a demon. It's a spiritual sickness, which means there's a spiritual cure. We're going to show it to you second corinthians 10 and 3 brother
1: second corinthians 10 verse 3 the prescription for depression brothers and sisters for though we walk in the flesh we do not war after the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not car are not carnal but
0: mighty through God to be pulling down of strongholds. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. You can't fight this thing in the carnal with the flesh, brothers and sisters. You must understand that. The cloud of depression is not mental. It's spiritual, brothers and sisters. It's called the spirit of heaviness. See? So you must understand that it's not something physically that you can fight. It's something spiritually that you're going to have to do. Can you read that again from the top, brother, please? Verse 3. For though we
1: walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal,
0: but mighty through God to be to the pulling down of strongholds. Right, so in order to fight this war, it must be spiritually, brothers and sisters. You can't fight depression with a gun. You can't fight depression with drugs. A lot of times people, you know, they get on drugs. They start drinking and going to um, all types of uh, hard drugs and stuff because um, they're depressed this is what it leads to, brothers and sisters. And those things only sedate the body. But inside, you're still running. You're running loose inside, but you're sedated. So people can't see it, but inside, you understand. You feel like you're being ran on a treadmill. You're running, but you're not going anywhere. You feel it within your spirit, brothers and sisters. We must fight this thing spiritually. Spiritually, brothers and sisters. Not going to, you know, talk to our psychologists about it. Well, psychologists. Who was Christ's psychologist? Who was Moses's psychologist? You go to the Most High. That's who you go to. First, we're going to show you Isaiah 58 and 6 to show you it's a spiritual cure. What was one of the cures? This is one of the cures, brothers and sisters. Isaiah 58 and 6.
1: Isaiah 58, verse 6. Is not this the fast that I have chosen. Read that again, brother. Is not this the
0: fast that I have chosen to lose the bands of wickedness? To loose the bands of wickedness. Because why? We just read that that sin, it regulates you. It restricts you. Continue, brother. Verse six. Is not this the fast that I have chosen
1: to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens and to let the oppressed
0: go free and that ye break every yoke? See, to show you that a fast is something that can bring you out of a depression. See, look at this examiners, brothers and sisters. A fast can loose the bands of wickedness and help take that heavy burden off of you. What's a fast? The fast is depriving yourself of food, brothers and sisters, for an extended period of time. Maybe it's two days, three days, uh, you know, even seven days. This will cause, because why? That spirit is getting smaller and smaller as you don't eat is shrinking and shrinking, brothers and sisters. So we needed to show you this is a spiritual cure. And this is one of the spiritual cures right here. To go on a fast when you feel that spirit, brothers and sisters. Because why? When you fast you it's almost starving that spirit out to where you don't have energy to have those negative thoughts. You don't have energy to say anything negative. You are so ex- you know, you have no energy. And that's the point. Because when you have energy your mind is running. You're dealing with the sickness. You're looking to fulfill your flesh. Fast, brothers and sisters. Can you read that again, brother? Verse 6.
1: Is not this the fast
0: that I have chosen? To loose the bands of wickedness? To undo the heavy burdens? To undo the heavy burdens if you feel like it's too heavy. If you feel like you're overcome. If you feel like, you know, you're disappointed, you're hopeless. And to let the oppressed go free. And that ye break every yoke. To let the oppressed go free, brothers and sisters. This is the power of Fasting utilize this brothers and sisters utilize this we all we all know that as a church we all fast for 24 hours on the day of atonement because that's what the scripture calls for afflicting the flesh but this is something that can be done outside of the day of atonement brothers and sisters and it doesn't have to be done with anybody else because don't allow your sickness to grow because somebody else won't fast with you because it's not their responsibility now of course brothers will fast with you but what if they don't are you gonna not fast then and be sick Don't allow that, brothers and sisters. Don't don't allow that. You have to fight your own battle. I have to fight my own battle. We have to fight our own battles. And if somebody don't want to go to war with you, then that's fine. You go to war on your own with the Most High God. And He will deliver you. He will. We're going to show you. Proverbs 18 and 14. Got a few more scriptures. We'll close down, brothers and sisters. Proverbs 18
1: Verse 14, the spirit of man will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded
0: spirit who can bear? Right, so this is saying the human spirit can endure a sick body, right? But who can bear it if the spirit is crushed? Because why? When your spirit is crushed, that's the depression. It's spiritual. Can you read that again, brother? Verse 14, the
1: spirit of man will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear?
0: See, so... A hum, you know, your your human spirit can endure a physical ailment, but when your spirit is broken, you know, what's the answer for that? What's the answer when your spirit, when you're spiritually broken? That's what this is saying. Who could bear that? Nobody could bear that. That's why you cast your cares upon the Most High God, brothers and sisters, because you can't bear a broken spirit, and that's what Satan is looking to do. He's looking to break you down spiritually. Can you read that one more time, brother?
1: Proverbs 18 and 14. The spirit of man will sustain his infirmity, but a
0: wounded spirit who can bear? Right. That's crystal clear, brothers and sisters. We're going to go to Proverbs 13 and 12. Just a few chapters back.
1: Proverbs 13 and 12. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 12. Hope deferred, make it the heart sick. This is the root cause of depression. Read that one more time, brother. Hope deferred, make it the heart sick. But when the desire cometh, it is a tree of
0: life. What is this saying, brothers and sisters? This is saying that we become depressed when we lose hope, brothers and sisters. When we see no end in sight to our problems, the thoughts of just giving up will surface. surface. See? So you must have something to look forward to. And if you don't, that's how you fall into that trap of depression, brothers and sisters. Read that one more time, brother. Verse
1: 12. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is
0: a tree of life. We must not lose hope, brothers and sisters. You must strive to something better. You have to, or to lead to a deep, dark, gloomy depression. I'm going to show you Psalms 55 and 22.
1: Psalms 55 and 22. Cast thy burdens upon the Lord. Read that again, brother. Cast thy burdens upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be
0: moved. See? So cast your cares upon him, brothers and sisters. Whatever it is that you're feeling, you cast it on him and you tell him what's wrong. You tell him how you feel and you tell him what you need, brothers and sisters. And don't hold that in because holding it in just makes it worse, brothers and sisters. Don't be ashamed, don't be shy, don't be bashful to go to your father and tell him that you need his help and you can't do it without him. Read that one more time, please, brother. Verse 22, cast thy burdens upon the
1: Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. See,
0: the Most High will sustain thee, brothers and sisters, if you cast your burden upon him, not upon your psychologist, not upon the drugs, not upon the, the, the drinking. Cast it upon him and he will dissolve that issue for you, brothers and sisters. Brother, go to Psalm 61 and one, just a few chapters over.
1: Psalm 61 verse one. Hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou has been a shelter for me and a strong tower for the, from the enemy. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the cupboard
0: of thy wings. Selah. When you see Selah, brothers and sisters, you got to realize this is a song. Selah means pause. So there should be a break in the song, in the words. That's what Selah means when you see that, brothers and sisters. Uh, can you read that again from the top, brother, please? Verse 1. Hear my cry, O God. Attend
1: unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the cover of thy wings.
0: Brothers and sisters, man's nature does not want us to acknowledge when we need help, but God tells us to go to him when we are discouraged. Even though Satan tries to broadcast his his evil thoughts on us, God can protect us and give us the amazing, powerful grace and peace of mind, brothers and sisters. See, because if you read the first, read the first uh, scripture again, brother.
1: Verse 1. Hear my cry, O God. Attend unto my praise.
0: Hear my cry. That means he acknowledged to the Most High that he was crying and that he was hurt and why he was hurt. That's what you got to do. If you're depressed, you go directly to him. You go to him and you tell him. Read it again, brother, please. Verse 1. Hear my cry, O God. Attend unto my prayer. See, the Most High views that as humility. You come into him in your pain, in your discouragement, in your hurt. That's the humility that he will bless you for, brothers and sisters. That's the meekness.
1: Verse 2. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee when my heart is overwhelmed see when my heart is overwhelmed you let him know brothers and sisters you tell him lead me to the rock that is higher than I for thou has been a shelter for me he will be a shelter to you brothers and sisters and a strong tower from the enemy I will abide in Thy tabernacle
0: forever I will trust in the covered So, you stay in the presence of the Most High no matter what, no matter what's going on, brothers and sisters. You must stay in the presence of the Father. It says, Lead me to the rock. Okay, let's see what rock it's talking about. Luke 6 and 47. This precept links perfectly, flawlessly. We're going to read 47 through 49. Luke 6. Verse 47,
1: Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. So a man who followed Christ and do what he says, this is whom he's like. Verse 48, He is like a man which built in house and dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock. Laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and
0: could not shake it. For it was founded upon a rock. See, so if you have a foundation on the rock, which is Christ, which is the Most High God, when those storms come to beat upon that house, when those rains come, when that, you know, when those strongholds and tribulations come, your house will stand, brothers and sisters, because why? You were built on the rock. Can you read that one more time, brother? Verse
1: 40, verse 48. Yes. He is like a man which built in house and dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it for it was founded upon a rock. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man without a foundation built in house upon the earth against which the stream did beat vehemently and immediately
0: it fell. And the ruin of that house was great. See, so even though things may be out of control and you're not able to control it brothers and sisters, if you had that foundation, which is the rock. You will be able to withstand it, but if you don't have that foundation, which is Christ, which is the Father, which is the doctrine, it's going to fall down because you don't have the proper you don't have the proper structure to uphold it. You need the foundation which is Christ, brothers and sisters. And no matter what comes, no matter what storms come, what tornadoes and streams and flash floods, whatever comes, brothers and sisters, you will stand through it because you're deeply rooted In that foundation let's go to Matthew 11 and 28 because where is the first place you should go when you're depressed think about that brothers and sisters Matthew 11 and 28 where is the first place you go when you feel depressed according to scripture
1: Matthew 11 and 28 come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden. This is Christ, brothers and sisters. Read that again, brother. Verse 28. Come unto me, all ye that are labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly
0: in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Ye you shall find rest in Christ, brothers and sisters. See, when you're depressed, you feel like nothing is going right, you'll find rest in him, brothers and sisters. In him. Can you read that again,
1: brother? Verse 28. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Learn of him, brothers and sisters. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is
0: light. His yoke is easy. His burden is light, brothers and sisters. The burden from the world is what's heavy. All of us have times in our lives where we grow weary because of difficult situations and all the struggles and conflicts within our lives. We all go through that, brothers and sisters. We need Christ to renew our enthusiasm and our energy. We can, you know, we can depend on him to restore our determination. That's what we need, our strength, brothers and sisters, our joy and our enthusiasm with his tender touch and compassionate love. Brothers and sisters. The most High can give you that love back. Read verse 30 one more time, brother.
1: Please. Verse 30. For my yoke is easy and my burden is life.
0: See? So would you rather carry the burden of Christ or the burden of life? I'd rather carry Christ's burden because it's easy and it's life. Don't worry about everything going on around you. Just focus on that one thing. Focus on everything that you got going for you, brothers and sisters. See? Focus on that. Don't even count the things that's not going right. Count all the things that's going right. Because I'm sure each person got about 15 to 20 things that's going good in their life right now. But they're only focused on the two things that's not going good. And that's a trick of the devil, brothers and sisters. Don't be a victim, brothers and sisters. You're not victims. Don't play that victim role. Where, oh, woe is me. You know. You know. I'm defeated. You know. I'm oppressed. We understand that. We're all oppressed. Trust me. But don't play that role. Don't play the victim, brothers and sisters. You're not the victim. You can overcome it. Ecclesiasticus 38 and 9. Ecclesiasticus 38, verse 9. My son,
1: in thy sickness be not negligent, but pray unto the Lord, and he will make thee whole. Pray unto the Lord, and he will make thee whole, brothers and sisters. Can you read that again, brother? Verse 9. My son, in thy sickness be not negligent, but pray unto the Lord and he will make thee whole. All right, one second.
0: We're gonna to go to Proverbs three and five.
1: Proverbs three, verse five. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct
0: thy path. We must make a conscious effort brothers and sisters to not be absorbed in ourselves, but to turn our efforts Outward. Feelings of depression can often be solved when, you know, those who are suffering with depression move the focus from themselves to Christ in the Most High God. If you focus on that instead of what you're dealing with, the pressure will lift. The pressure will lift, brothers and sisters. But it's one thing to be delivered. It's another thing entirely to stay delivered, brothers and sisters. It is now up to us to reprogram our minds, to cultivate a different outlook and a way of thinking. Before deliverance, we are not able to do it, but after we are delivered, brothers and sisters, it is our responsibility to do it. And that's why what? That's why we go to our friends. That's how you do it. Go back to Ecclesiastes four and nine, brother. Because it's our responsibility to make a conscious effort. And this is one of the ways, this is one of the buffers that you can have, is to do this. Ecclesiastes 4
1: 9. Two are better than one, because they have good reward in their labor. If if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him that is alone when he falls, for he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone?
0: See, so this is a way to stay, you know, once the Most High lift you out of that depression, this is how you stay above ground, brothers and sisters. Not to be to yourself, brothers and sisters. Now, if we're presently overwhelmed with, you know, if we're overwhelmed because of financial status or health or other situations, you know, relationships, what does the Most High God want us to do? What does He want us to do? We're going to go to Luke 11 and 9 to show you. What does the Most High want us to do when we're overwhelmed? We're gonna read Luke 11 verse 9 and 10. Luke 11 and 9
1: And I say unto you, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek,
0: and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be open unto you. Brothers and sisters, the Most High God wants us to tell him our needs. Yet at the same time, be thankful for the good things we do have. Don't be afraid to ask. You have not because you ask not, brothers and sisters. Read, read, brother, verse 10. Verse 10, for
1: everyone that asketh, receiveth, And he that seeketh, findeth. And him that knocketh,
0: it shall be open. See? So do not stay to yourself, brothers and sisters. You talk to him. He created you, brothers and sisters. You tell him what you need. You tell him what you want. You tell him how you feel. You deserve that. You deserve to be honest with the one who created you. If you can't be honest with anybody else, you can be honest with him, brothers and sisters. Don't put on the front. You you cry to him. You open up your heart and weep to him. We're going to go to Psalms 27 and 14.
1: Psalms 27 verse 14, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say,
0: on the Lord. Be of good courage, brothers and sisters. He shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Most High. Wait on him, brothers and sisters. Because why? A lot of the things you want, you could actually do through the strength of your hand, but it's going to fall down. For example, if you're a man who, you know, you need to have some money, you need to do this, you could easily make the money by just selling drugs. Or are you going to wait on the most high? This is what he's saying. You have the opportunity to do it on your own, or you can wait on him. Read that one more time, brother.
1: Verse 14. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall
0: strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Brothers and sisters, the Most High God expects us to do what we can to help our situation while also patiently waiting on Him to help us. God promises He will never forsake us, brothers and sisters. Never. Let's show you. Psalms 139 and 7. We're going to read 7 and 8, brothers and sisters.
1: Psalms 139, verse 7. We're going to end it here. Whither shall I go from thine spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. And if if I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy
0: hand lead me. And thy right hand shall hold me. Brothers and sisters, you are always in the presence of the Most High, and you have access to Him, brothers and sisters. But you have, you must use that access and not lean into your own understanding. There's nowhere you can go, whether you were in hell, in heaven, in the ground. The Most High can help you, brothers and sisters. No matter how low you go, no matter how high you go, He can still get to you. Read that one more time from the top, brother. Verse 7. Whither shall
1: I go from my spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell,
0: behold, thou art there. So no matter how high or accomplished you become, or how low you become, the Most High is always in distance to touch you, to give you a blessing. You're always in arm's reach to the Most High God, brothers and sisters. No matter how gloomy things seem, there is deliverance. There is someone who cares and loves about you, brothers and sisters. God's word delivers comfort as you reach out for help you need during difficult times, brothers and sisters. Depression is a spirit, and it must be fought through the word. We want to say kwam yasharala, sin no more.
2: We don't
3: we for the Margaret. No. I hire a provider. uh Kelly's through the Benji. Me and the Mosaic. Me and the Mosaic.
2: Mozart. Me and the Mosaic. Yeah, me and a Mosaic. Me and the Mosaic. Me and the Mosaic. Me and the Mosaic. Me and a Mosaic yeah, yeah, me and the Mosaic. It's a little laughing, spread the gospel through the hood, do it, do doing it, it through rapping. Feel just like feel. me God trapping souls, bringing the truth to the people, telling what they never been told. You sitting on gifts, yes, you were giving and doing nothing with them, I swear that you is a bold. It's bad what you know, I know that some of you think that I'm playing with completion, I'm not. I'm ready to try, been whipping the work in the studio, serving it down to the block.
3: Lose no sheep, yeah, no sheep, no little Bo Peep. x 5 and 29, I choose the father over man every time. Like coke addicts, I drop heavy lines. No word, all actions, pat to mine. They said i never seen a judo with a flow like that. I said i never seen a judo with a glow like that. He gave me scenes that i never seen grow like that. Track 5, bars, gas, about to blow like that. I'm good. My lonely. I let the Father build up my team I go where he shows me I need no blind guy to show me Matthew 15, verse 14 He told me to just let them be They strain at nets and swallow camels When they should be following me Oh to them, yes, swore well, not nah, Cause time soon come when it goes down He came with a swore not to bring peace Cinderella at midnight, I must leave I struggle for a minute, I would do the straight coast And shine when I rhyme, but a Judah ain't boasting. the Bible I pick up, I fall and I get up Got living water that I swallow. Over here oh, let that marinate. I will rock with me myself and I. I live life like I'm fasting. I need nothing just me and a mosaic, Me and a mosaic,
2: me, me and a
3: mosaic,
2: yeah. me and a mosaic, yeah. yeah, me and a mosaic, Me and a mosaic, Me and a mosaic, me Me